survived. We're here. We're alive. Despite the circumstances. Hmm. Here. I'm so thankful that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Movie of the Year. And <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Bye. That's it. Um, so let's just, yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, where this is a special episode. If you're joining us for the first time, we are the Cinema Rolls. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm also Sarah. And we are two long-distance best friends who love the movies. And last night was uh, the biggest night in film. Uh, two nights ago was the biggest night in film. It was the Spirit Awards. Oh, yes. <laughs> My favorite award show oh, ever with our... The most... Yeah. With our demon spawn <laughs> queen, Aubrey Plaza. Yes. The most important night in film mm-hmm. of the whole year. Um... But, no, we have to talk about the Oscars. Um, Like we said, we have a long-distance friendship, and uh, we don't get to watch the Oscars together, so this is how we basically stay in denial Mm -hmm. (laughs) about the long distance and pretend like we are able to experience this together. Um, This is us trying. So we're actually, for the categories, our favorite categories, um, which we already discussed in our Oscars predictions or in the nomination reactions Mm -hmm. episode. We're going to be talking about those exact same categories and we will be inserting audio of our real life reactions. Yes. To these. Yay. Um, We'll also post a video of our reactions at some point after this episode has gone live uh, just so you guys can watch because let's be real half of our facial or half of our reactions are our facial expressions yeah sarah's are much more animated than mine because my soul (laughs) was murdered by this award show i just was so dead behind the eyes yeah i think i lost a bit of my humanity at the end of this um yeah i like kind (laughs) of you know how when things that just don't make no sense happen you're like, we really are in a simulation, aren't we? Yeah. The simulation has broken. It's it's broken. It's broken and we have to work extra hard to fix it. <laughs> oh, no. Because apparently we had too good of a year last year. And the universe had to balance itself mm. out and say, Excuse me, you can't have such great best pictures all in one year. But you know what? I mean, Lady Bird didn't win a single Oscar, so last year was irrelevant, yeah. too. That's true. That's true. So, let's just go ahead and get right into it uh, with a, such a great start. Mm-hmm. Um, original screenplay, which went to Green Book. <sighs> All right, so here is Sarah Handler's <laughs> reaction. And the Oscar goes to... And here's Sarah Doretta's reaction. What? Okay. Let's get into it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This, to get a writing award, and quite, this is my favorite category. Like, every year, this is my favorite category. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the original screenplay category and i love original stories <laughs> and this is 
a movie, quote unquote, based on a true story. Um, even about though a white man the, learning not to be racist. Yeah, the family of Mahershala Ali's character has said that it's completely false. Yeah, yeah, and they are upset about it. They are livid. <laughs> Mahershala Ali called the family and apologized for the movie. Do you know how uncomfortable he looked all night? Right? He He's like, you know what? I, I'm here. I already did the movie. In that There's not much beanie, else I can I do. Ugh. And it's, listen, this he is He pretty much classic. hung his head in shame all night. He did. He was like, I, I'm here. They've already paid me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm going to make it through the night. And, you know, whatever. So this is um, original screenplay for Green Book, for the writers of Green Book. Mm-hmm. Um, who wrote a safe white savior movie um, that was written by a group of white men who probably just felt bad for being racist in their teen years. And so they wrote this movie as a way to make amends for their sins. <laughs> uh, it just, I cannot believe this was in the same category as The Favorite, First Reformed, mm-hmm. and Roma. Mm-hmm. Let's, I mean, come on original screenplay like the writing like i haven't seen the script for green book i don't want to (laughs) but like even the script for the favorite like come on dude the most quotable movie of the year yes the dialogue in that film was insane the most quotable the the movie that said you you look like a badger (laughs) <laughs> the movie that said, I heard someone call me fat. No one would dare except me, and I did not. The one that said that the lady is coming up to my room with something called a pineapple. Oh, yes. All I know is your carriage awaits and my maid is on yes. her way up with something called a pineapple. Uh, I just, I'm gonna, I'm just, I want to mention some of the things that are included in the Academy's favorite original script of the year. You mm-hmm. ready? Yes. Some some things. In this movie, Viggo Mortensen's character, a white man, says to Mahershala Ali's character, a black man, and I quote, I am blacker than you. In this movie, a black man has to explain to a white man that not all black people love fried chicken. In this movie, <laughs> there is a scene, very, like, uh, mid-movie, where they get uh, pulled over by some white cops and they get wrongfully arrested just because they are suspicious of a black man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, they get out of it because they call the love of my life Bobby Kennedy to get them out of it. All right. <laughs> so there's that. Don't know how real that is, according to the family, but whatever. Um, but then... You know, after they've been essentially just, like, completely discriminated by these uh, evil white cops and after they are completely just treating them like trash, um, later in the movie, there is a scene in which uh, they get pulled over by a cop. And, of course, they're very, like, oh, I am nervous now because, and the white man is like, I now know what black people go through because I've experienced it now and whatever. Yeah. So this cop pulls them over and he's like... Just wanted to tell you guys to to drive safe, and uh, you've got a flat tire. Uh, let me help me cha- let me help you change it. Mm. And that scene, in and of itself, 
does absolutely nothing for the plot of the movie. And it's so obvious that these writers were scared of Blue Lives Backlash and people going, excuse me, not all cops, mm-hmm. that they they very obviously wrote that scene in just, just to be safe. Because that's that's what the whole script is. It's just, it's safe. And it's uh, boring. <laughs> and it just won Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. Oh, and this is the opener, honey. It only gets worse from here. Oof. Um, so... Uh, let's, yeah, that's, that's, no, this isn't what I wanted. Um. I honest, Sarah, I made a promise. Did I not? What'd you, what'd you, when did you promise? What? I made a promise when we talked about, um, when we talked about the Golden Globes, I think. Okay. That if the Oscars were this bad, I was not watching again. (laughs) You did make that promise. I'm, I'm really, I just... Oof. They do, like, one or two good things, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm watching next year. Not me, Ugh. fam. Not I. You're braver than I am. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk about the other screenplay award, the Adapted Screenplay Award, which went to Black Klansman. Yay! And Spike Lee. Yay! So here is Sarah Handler's reaction. Legit had no idea what the announcement was until Spike Lee stood up. Okay, it's it's Black Klansman. That's awesome. I Sam Jackson is not good at announcing awards. I really did not have a single idea which award or which person got that. And here is Sarah Doretta's reaction. <laughs> what? Spike Lee gets. Oh, I wish Bill Street had won, but this is okay too. I'm happy with this. Oh, Adam Driver, baby! Look at Spike Lee, his little purple suit. His little purple. Oh, 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 he's straddling him. Yeah, this should have been Bill Street. Um, For sure. Which was the actual definition of taking written words on a, a page, a previous story, and ju- just turning it into a theatrical masterpiece and moving poetry. I mean, wow. Like, Watching yeah. that film, I was on a journey, man. It was yeah. gorgeous. It was. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, that script was everything it needed to be um, and was a genuinely wonderful adaptation. Um, and I will say, I am happy for Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. That moment of <laughs> him leaping in Samuel L. Jackson's arms. Okay. Um, I honestly... <laughs> Did not understand for one second what Sam Jackson was announcing, and I was so confused. Yeah, you can see, you can see and hear in my reaction where I'm just like, yeah, what, what, who won? What did he say? Oh, Spike. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's not good at announcing things, and I was just as uncomfortable as my doppelganger Brie Larson was with with him. Yeah, Brie Larson. Wow, you looked great. She looked, and I'm ta- I'm saying that amazing. to Brie and to you because you are the same person. <laughs> I'll take that dress, Brie. Yay! Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm happy for Spike Lee, um, but I just don't want anybody to be mistaken here. 
the Academy did not award this to him because Black Klansman was the best adapted script, uh, because it wasn't mm-hmm. the best adapted script of the year. They awarded this to Spike Lee because they wanted to award Spike Lee. Because they had yeah, and, and I'm just, I'm really tired of the Oscars not giving artists awards when they actually deserved them in the past, mm-hmm. and instead giving one to them years and years later as, a as an apology. Yeah. yeah, and then they rob the artists of that year who actually deserved it, and then it just continues the cycle and you know over what? and over again. I said what? this before, and I'll say it again. I think that sometimes they give out an award because they think that in this political moment, it will produce mm. an awesome speech. Yeah. And that's yeah, kind of what... I mean... And Spike Lee's speech was a little incoherent. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, I did not know what he was saying. <laughs> he said a lot More of things. More than you not knowing what Samuel L. Jackson said. Yes. <laughs> Me with Spike I was Lee. confusion I was like, for this entire category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and Brie Larson was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she was just sitting there smiling like, yeah. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I just, I want the Oscars to remember that these categories are not Lifetime Achievement Awards. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they did the same thing with Gary Oldman last year, in which, you know, they awarded him for Darkest Hour, which is not his best performance. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, but they awarded it, it wasn't even the best performance of the year, but they gave it to him to be like, you know what, Gary Oldman, you've done some great things in the past. They did that with Leo, with Leonardo DiCaprio. The Revenant. It's literally great. like not his best role. It's literally like they were like he is going to kill himself if we yeah. don't give him this Oscar. <laughs> like he's gonna do some movie that is literally going to kill him if we don't yeah. give him an Oscar. <laughs> and they were just and then so and now he gets to relax and focus uh, on making documentaries. Yeah, good, good for you, Leo. <laughs> good for you. Um, so. I, we are going to talk about um, these winners at the Independent Spirit Awards because, like we said earlier, that's all we care about. <laughs> Literally the best award show I've ever watched. Yes. Nothing compares. Um, Nothing compares. Um, so their versions of these winners, they do not actually have these exact, like they don't have original screenplay and adapted screenplay, Mm -hmm. Um, but they do have best first screenplay, which went to Bo Burnham for writing eighth grade. God bless. Like, come on, which was completely shut out by the Oscars. is it, Chief? This is it! Um, And then they also awarded Best Screenplay to Can You Ever Forgive Me, which I thought is a really good script. I really need to watch that. Yeah, Can You Ever Forgive Me was a beautiful movie. The script... The script was was really great and absolutely did deserve this. Um, I just... You know, Spirit Awards, they... Right off the bat, they're already yeah. doing a much better job. I mean, I like the split from veteran writer to mm. first time, like yes. debut writer, um, way better than adapted versus. Yeah. Because a screenplay is a screenplay. The film yeah. version of something, while it may be based on the story of something, is an entirely right. different endeavor. Absolutely. So. A screenplay is a screenplay, no matter what it's yeah. based on. And and Can You Ever Forgive Me is an adapted screenplay. It was nominated um, for adapted. And, I mean, good on the Spirit Awards for, you know, for choosing it. Yeah. Way to go. Um, okay, so you want to read this next category? Uh, yeah, so um, the next category we care about is um, 
best director. Um, the winner of that was Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Yay! Um, here is Sarah Hanlocher's reaction. Yorgos, Yorgos, Yorgos. Yorgos! Oh. Well, that's good. And here is Sarah Derrida's reaction. There's not much else I can say about this. We all just yes, heard my reaction, and, and I said, Yorgos, 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 it is so yeah. hard to say Yorgos repeatedly like Yorgos, I did. I if you like, say Yorgos in the mirror three times, he appears dressed as a lobster in your <laughs> living room. And says, and says really weird stilted dialogue. Yes. There's a hilarious letterbox review that has, it, it's like all written in Yorgos dialogue. Oh god. It's so <laughs> bizarre. And it's got all these random words capitalized, like Ugh. God bless. Ugh. And Colin Farrell. Yeah. I mean, I I love I absolutely obviously, as you know, like I loved the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved Roma. And I get it. They <laughs> love Alfonso Cuaron. And yeah. it's I feel here's another split between, you know, living in Arkansas and living um in, like, an actual city. Elsewhere. Just <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> um, I couldn't see Roma on the big screen. Mm, yeah. And it's really sad because I would love to hear, like, the gorgeous sound yeah. design that they did an award. Oof. And, um... <laughs> Don't get me started on that yet. <laughs> I'm just gonna cry. And, uh, I just... Yeah, so it's frustrating for yeah. me to not have been able to experience it in full. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, which makes sense. And I'm I'm very, very glad um, that I got to see this in theaters. I will say, though, that, like, so every year I rewatch what my choice for best picture is mm-hmm. um, before the Oscars. Just, you know, a little pregame mm-hmm. for my Super Bowl. And I rewatched Roma, and it was really great that I could be like, oh, it's already on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't have to go out into the real world <laughs> to watch this movie. Right. Yeah, that was great. Um, but that being said, as much as I, you know, love Roma, love Alfonso Cuaron, and thought that he directed the mess out of this movie. Um, and, okay. Lynn Ramsey. Guillermo del Toro giving that Oscar to him was yeah. pretty cool. It was pure. It was, really it was so pure. His his like little like oh I can pronounce this one. Yes, <laughs> love that. Um, but yeah, Lynn Ramsey. She uh, should have gotten it. Yeah, <laughs> should have been nominated. Should have won. <sighs> yeah, um, you were never really here. Is an eighty minute film. Take yeah. notes. Oh, Come my on, guys. Gosh. For any, for every, like, seriously, for every minute that a movie is over 90 minutes, I just start deducting, like, portions of a star from them. And I will say this. Yes, Roma is over two hours long. (laughs) And the first time that I watched it, I did give it four and a half stars. I deducted the half a star simply because of the runtime. Like, I just always think that every movie is better shorter. We have no patience. For your, yeah, I just, for I, your longer than an hour and a half films. 
We have no patience I, for it. My problem, my thing is, like, I just think, like, from a writing perspective, just edit, man. Just, like, mm-hmm. edit that script, you know? Kill like, your make it tighter. Chop it to bits. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I rated it, like, four and a half stars out of five the first time. But then I will say, the next time that I watched it, I gave it five out of five because I was like, I don't care anymore. I'll watch six hours of this. Yeah. Let's uh-huh. do it. <laughs> Let's do it, Alfonso. Um, so the Spirit Awards winner for this category for Best Director was Barry Jenkins uh-huh. for Beale Street, who wasn't nominated at the Oscars. And who deserved um, it. Who deserved it. Um, uh, next to Lynn Ramsey. Yeah. Um, but even still, when he gave his acceptance speech, he said he didn't want to win it and uh-huh. that Lynn Ramsey's DNA was in that award. Uh-huh. And first of all, bless his soul. Um, Barry Jenkins is the only person I care about anymore. Um, but at least at the Spirit Awards, there were three whole female directors nominated. They were shut out at every other major award show. And the independent Spirit Awards were like, excuse me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, did y'all forget about these movies? Yeah, no. Incredible. God bless. Yes, absolutely. Um, moving on to supporting actor, mm-hmm. we got Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Here is Sarah Hanloser's reaction. Mahershala Ali. Racism is gone. Forever. Amazing. And here's Sarah Duroetta's reaction. I just, I wanted Sam Elliott to get this. And I knew Marshall would. I'm gonna pretend like he's getting this award for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Huh. I'm very like meh about this. This you know? was when Um wait, was this the first award they gave? No, that was supporting actress. That's right. Okay. This was when my spirit died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do, I, like, do I really have to keep talking about this stupid, dumb award show? I hate everything. Unfortunately, we have a podcast. <laughs> I know. I just, I'm okay with this as long as I pretend that he won for his performance in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Or that they're just awarding him again for Moonlight. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Wait, either did, one of those. Did he win me. for Moonlight? Yeah. Oh. He is the first black man to win supporting actor twice. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. yeah. I, um, I did not realize he won last year because I was like, they can make up for Moonlight, but no. <laughs> no, did, so. they, he did. They did. They did right the first time. And here's, I mean, the thing is, is like, in all honesty, this past year in movies, we really didn't get a lot of great male supporting mm-hmm. uh, roles. Uh, the, my favorite male supporting roles, both of them, came from eighth grade, and it was the dad and the the kid. Yeah, the Spirit Awards uh, nominated the dad, and I thought that was great. Josh Hamilton. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah they he he was Very my favorite subtle. supporting. Yeah, my favorite supporting performance all year, and he did exactly. Okay, here's the thing. He did exactly what a supporting performance does. He elevated the lead performance, right? Mm-hmm. He was there to absolutely, like, let the lead performance shine and to su- support mm-hmm. the lead performances. I would like to clarify that Green Book 
is in fact the story of Mahershala Ali's character, but from the 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 white man's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I just want it to be known that as awful as that whole entire movie was, he did carry that mess of a film. Mm-hmm. Like his performance, incredible. He showed up and did his job. He did what he was getting paid to do, and. I don't know. I just, I don't, I think they could have swapped that around and he should have been a lead because he basically was. Yeah. And then maybe we wouldn't have gotten the winner for lead that we got. <laughs> but. <laughs> We're jumping ahead of later. ourselves. Yeah. Um, the Spirit Awards. Uh, they they, no- they nominated Josh Hamilton. Again, I want to. Yes. Because that's Ugh, important. We bow down to the Spirit Awards. They actually paid attention to eighth grade, but. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the winner was Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, I'm fine with that. He he yeah. used his speech and his platform to honor those that we've lost to AIDS. Um, and, well, you know, that concept will come back later <laughs> in a second. But he has been an absolute joy to have during this award season. He is 61 years old and he has not lost a single amount of excitement and just pure joy for the fact that he's been nominated for these major awards. And I think someone was like, you know, like you're really approaching this in a really different way. And he was like, listen, it's the Oscars. It's, you know, the Spirit Awards. It's the Golden Globes. Like, this is an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how many times this happens to people. This is a big deal. Yeah. And I just, I really love that. That's so pure. It's, it's so awesome wonderful. that he's talked more about um, AIDS than Rami Malek has all award season, even though oh wow he played yeah. a character who died of AIDS and a big part of his legacy is... Um, yep helping to fund research and um, yeah. education. Isn't that just a wild concept? I can't. <sighs> Richard E. Grant, good for you. Um, yeah. He was also just a joy to watch um, like his reactions during the Oscars. He's just like losing his mind like every few seconds. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's talk about Supporting Actress, which was the opening of the show. Um, yeah. Yeah, so supporting actress went to Regina King, aka Regina Queen, for Beale Street. Woo! And here's Sarah Handler's reaction. Regina King, the correct person. Okay, they did something right. First thing. And here's Sarah Duruetta's reaction. Oh my god, look at how she's. Oh my goodness. She's so beautiful. Oh, girl, you okay? Don't fall. Oh, this is good. Correct. This this isn't good. This is correct. I'm, this is yeah. I'm not is, patting them yes. on the back for knowing that two plus two <laughs> equals Regina King. Right. Like Bill Street should have gotten so much more than this. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> like, but the I scene they uh, the scene they played between her right. and uh, and Fonzie's mom. Yes. Oof. Bruh. Yeah. One honestly, that uh, that is such a beautiful scene. But I, uh, the um um, what's her face's sister? Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody's names ever because this is just who I, how I watch movies. I'm like, oh, that girl, the yeah, girl who yeah. did that thing. Um, the like the sister in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
she stole that scene for yeah, me. For <laughs> she sure. was great. But obviously, Regina King was the standout performance. This is the first award that they uh, gave out, and I wrongfully uh, <laughs> thought that this um, meant the Oscar would do good things, mm. and uh, it gave me hope, and and little did I know that I would soon be crushed. Yeah, so um, Regina King also won at the Spirit Awards, which yes. makes it the only mm-hmm. matchup between the two. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hilarious. It is. And I, you know, we can all agree on Regina King. We can't mm-hmm. deny her. We absolutely can't. Uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, oof, let's move on. To lead actor Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Here's oh Handloser's reaction. Rami Malek. I guess that's fine. And here's Sarah Derueta's reaction. I hate Bohemian Rhapsody. I love how both of our reactions for this is just us looking at the screen and just going, yeah. It got worse, like, the longer I thought about it. Yeah, no, well, it got worse because it started off with, you know, announcing Rami, and I was like, okay, you know, I got it. I mean, he really And then he started talking. He started talking, and he started giving his speech, and the more he talked, the more upset I got. Mm -hmm. I, listen, I know we didn't have... You know, I we didn't have great nominees in in this category. Uh, I thought for a second Christian Bale might sneak in there and grab it for Vice. Yeah. Um, but I did not want to see him win because I did not want a second year in a row of a white man in prosthetics in politics screaming the whole <laughs> movie. Um, I also did not want Viggo Mortensen to win because we all know how I feel about Green Book. Um, I can't believe he got a nomination. Oh, right. Um, I also... Who the heck? Oh, Bradley Cooper. And this is why I didn't care about him, because I his performance was very forgettable. I'm literally so happy <laughs> A Star is Born won nothing. Yeah. Let me I bask just, in the glory. Yeah. Um, and then the other option was Willem Dafoe, who freaking knocked it out of the park for At Eternity's Gate. I haven't seen it. It's, he, he is, he's just a treasure, and listen, if the Oscars are going to do their stupid thing of awarding people just as an apology for past years, I would have been fine with them doing that for Willem. Yeah, with the <laughs> And Florida that's the project. only one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. Um, but of course, you know, this wasn't really a, um, a huge surprise by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. His, uh performance slash his uh what is it his like imitation yeah um, i would call was someone on twitter said this rami malik won a best actor for a two hour long tiktok (laughs) that makes sense though because every advertisement that i see online is either for tiktok or bohemian rhapsody (laughs) so they have the same marketing team um yeah this this is the only nomination for Bohemian Rhapsody that made somewhat of sense to me, but come on, y'all. That doesn't mean you'll have to re- award it. Yep. Come on. Um, yeah. In his acceptance speech, 
in all of the mess that he said, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that was, he was saying. He, he like, talked about five different He kind of confused me. <laughs> during, yeah. And um, not limited, including but not limited to the fact that he uh, basically thanked his girlfriend, who he's only been dating for, like, a month, who played um, opposite of him in Bohemian Rhapsody, who I think that the producers are uh, making a press thing, but whatever. Weird. Um, yeah. Um, he said that Freddie Mercury was gay, and he said he was a gay man. Which is and... incredible, because that, my first complaint when I walked out of the movie was that Freddie Mercury is famously bisexual, but refused... Or not even bisexual, just... Whatever. Loves whatever, and just happened to love one woman for his whole life, but a lot of other people in between. Mm-hmm. Also... On top of how we feel about the fact that Rami Malek really doesn't seem to understand the character he played, and yet right. he's being given a large platform to talk about the issues that the character yeah. he played cares about, which is really frustrating. Um, yeah. the He used that platform last night to say, um, there's a lot of people who struggle with their identity, and I struggled with mine, too. Mm-hmm. And didn't go any deeper, which ironically is just like the movie. <laughs> just kind of says a thing surface level and doesn't go any deeper than necessary. Not to mention, um, Brian Singer, who is a pedophile, mm-hmm. um, yeah, directed this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hollywood, I thought, pledged to hold sex offenders accountable and yeah. um, interesting protect children. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Yeah. And the thing is, is uh, we can't forget that he did, in fact, direct this film because the creators of this film would like for us to forget. Because instead of just outright denouncing Brian Singer's like awful behavior and mm-hmm. actions and denouncing who he is, they just kind of like subtly took his name off of things yeah just ignore it and yeah and said we're just not gonna mention him in our speeches and that'll make them forget right apparently it worked for the hollywood execs (laughs) yeah just dumb and i saw a tweet last night that was just like um me every time somebody from bohemian rhapsody goes up to accept an award who is your director tell me who it is who directed your movie Say it. Just say it. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. Um, But on the bright side, at the Independent Spirit Awards, uh, the winner for Best uh, Lead Actor was Ethan Hawke for First Reformed. First Reformed. First Reformed. First Reformed. Reformed. Wow. Thank you and good night. 824. We, you know. We stand. We love that the Independent Spirit Awards are actually awarding people deserving of their awards. I'm so glad. Listen, all I want is an a- is some A24 merch. <laughs> if you are just, if you're a real fan of the podcast, you will send me free things. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. Send We're gonna me start a, a Patreon merch. just to get us some merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good, good. All right, um, lead actress. Lead actress went to 
our queen Olivia Coleman for wow. the favorite. And here is Sarah Hanlozer's beautiful reaction. Olivia Coleman. We stand, my queen. My queen. We stand forever. I can't. Emma. I'm so happy. And here's Sarah Derueta's reaction. It's gonna be Glenn Close because she's one of me. queen i care about yeah the only uh queen that the academy should be celebrating she is a treasure this was genuinely a surprise for me i really really thought that glenn close was going to get this me too she's been winning everything like olivia got the bafta but she was kind of like amongst her people yeah (laughs) so like i understood that but like glenn close has been winning everything emma stone stood up after Ugh. everyone else sat down and clapped. I know. <laughs> she just, her standing there, just her standing there all night. It was amazing. And Olivia Coleman's speech. She was so overwhelmed. Pure, it was like yes, goofy. The, as <laughs> The most pure acceptance speech of the whole night. Like, I, that's, I want her to win She just an shrieks, Emmy. Lady Gaga! <laughs> I want her to win an Emmy for her speech at the Oscars. Right, that's what I want. It's this is truly deserved. She had an incredible performance. That she performance was into, nuts. Oh my gosh, like no one's ever made me feel like that's such a like visceral performance. The entire like, crowd she, was oh. cracking up when they were playing her clips. Oh my gosh, right? I just. I've, I, that's, it's such an intense performance of this woman who is losing her dang mind mm-hmm. and in the most incredible way possible and her slow decline <laughs> into yes. Queen Anne's craziness was such a beautiful sight to, like, and then I was talking about this last night where both Olivia Coleman and Glenn Close portrayed women who started off a bit stable <laughs> and then just had a slow decline that was brought on by the idiots around them. And by the end of the movie, they were just over it <laughs> and yeah. they got their power back. The difference is, is that Glenn Close's movie surrounding her was boring as heck. Mm. And the favorite, which was Olivia Coleman's movie, was one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I just think it's funny that um, (laughs) The Wife, starring Glenn Close, was supposed to be released two years ago. It was made two years ago, and then they held it for release because they knew that they wanted Glenn Close to have a chance at an Oscar, and there was no way she would get it with the talent pool that they had last year with, like, with Saoirse um, and with um, Francis, and uh, there was no way. There was no way. And so they held it for a year. And it seemed like at first that apparently they like might have known what they were doing. A bit manipulative, if you ask me, but mm-hmm. whatever, show business. And I was thinking, okay, like you know, you, she's been winning all the awards. Good choice. 
And then they get to the Oscars and, yeah, you know, Olivia Colman just sneaks up out of there as our favorite. She did um, take her dog as her date to the <laughs> Independent Spirit Awards, and she yes. won there. And her precious dog, <laughs> what's his name? Is it Tippy? I don't even know. <laughs> what's his name? It's something goofy. Uh, um, but yeah, he know. just rolled around on the stage. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the there's a huge difference here in the Oscars being like, we're gonna cut out this category and this category, and we're not gonna have these people present. We're only gonna have two songs because we are a high esteemed award ceremony, and we would like to, you know, shorten whatever. And then the Independent Spirit Awards are like, you got a dog? Yeah, go ahead, bring it, bring your dog. <laughs> oh man, wow, wow, good for Olivia Coleman. Can we? Um, all right. Can we talk about her for the rest of the podcast? Because I don't want to talk. I'm about afraid we have one more category to no, discuss. No, we don't. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> I just want to take a nap at this point. I would much rather eat some pasta and take a nap. I really <laughs> discussing this last category. I'm so, just this is it, Sarah. I really, I am not <laughs> watching the Oscars next year. I'm not. Ugh. I think for me, it'll really depend on the nominees. If if the nominees next year are at... Well, here... So, we've got... Hold on. Before we get into this, we've got a lot of our favorites from last year coming back and doing their sophomore films this year. We've got Jordan Peele coming back, mm-hmm. and we've got Greta Gerwig coming back, and we've got Timothy Chalamet and Sarah Sharonin teaming up once again in a movie. So, like, we, we might, you know... Is Quentin Tarantino's some... new film coming out next year? <laughs> It is yes. We're gonna Once have upon a time in Hollywood. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Margot Robbie <laughs> is going to be at the Oscars. And you know what? We're gonna have a good time next year, maybe. We pray. <laughs> except I won't watch it, but we pray. Cut to like somebody catching up on our podcast a year from now, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Oh, they had no idea." <laughs> They're like, it's just as bad this year. <laughs> the narrator comes over. It was not, in fact, going to be a fun year. Oh, no. I'm I'm stupidly hopeful. Mm. I really am. And I just get disappointed every time. <laughs> but you know what? March is going to be an incredible month. Yeah. Okay, we, we have to talk about this category before we get into We've this. We've been putting it off very long. <laughs> do you want to just talk about Captain Marvel instead? Because we can do that. We can just talk about how excited we are. Did you see that video on Twitter of those two friends? Yeah, the temptation like, is so yeah. intense, but <laughs> In the category of best picture, among films no, such no. as The Godfather, Godfather Part 2, The, the Shape of Water, um, Moonlight. Moonlight. And, oh, uh, like. Are you just, are you ready? Like Forrest Gump. Okay, you're stalling. Green book! Green freaking book. Green book. It's green book. Here is Sarah Dorota's reaction. Hi guys, this is future editing Sarah. Um, I realized that my reaction has no words in it because I was completely speechless. And so I will just narrate a video of me finding out that green book won. Uh, So they announced Green Book, and I'm looking at the TV for a second, 
and I get so frustrated that I stand up and throw the pillow that I was holding and I walk into my room. I slam the door. You can barely hear me yelling, are you for real? Um, and then I come back out of my room and I just look out into space with completely dead soul eyes because that is exactly how I felt. Um, if you want to see this video and all of the videos of our reactions, make sure you're following us on Instagram because that is where you will find the full extent of exactly how we felt uh, about the Oscars. Great. On with the podcast. Uh, here is Sarah and Loser's reaction. There we go. And Oscar goes to Green Book. <sighs> I never. the disrespect truly forget this i'm turning this off oof i sincerely <laughs> felt like i had had the wind knocked out of me when i heard this um the memes could not even mm -hmm. soften this blow so here's here's what happened my power went out last night mm -hmm. <laughs> and I didn't get to watch towards the end of the Oscars when, you know, it was happening and mm -hmm. the power didn't get restored until this morning and I stayed off of social media, okay? Like, I wasn't looking at, like, any stories or tweets. I didn't want to spoil it for myself. I wanted to have pure reactions. Mm -hmm. However, someone sent me just a little clip of a slow zoom into this, uh, the producers accepting, you know, this award with mm -hmm. Hello Darkness, my old friend, playing... Um, and I immediately was like, no, 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 this isn't what that, you know, like mm -hmm. that, that's not what that is. And I was like, this is, this seems like a spoiler. Uh, maybe it's not what I think it is. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe the producers of Green Book and the director of Green Book, they're just on stage just to be on stage. Right. It's like um, they all had a collective, <laughs> I don't know, a collective insanity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I literally... <laughs> It's so much. It's so stranger than fiction that every person up on that stage, pretty like there were shots where it was only white people. Yeah, absolutely. I I just want to sit down with Octavia Spencer for a second, mm -hmm. and I just want to be like, so what is this? Who has tapped their teacup three times with a spoon? Oh my gosh! And put you in the sunken place. Oh my gosh. Octavia Spencer, are you okay? Because you you don't want to be there with with those men doing that. It just what? really was so bad. I just Okay, I've talked about the movie a lot, right? And I I feel like the mm -hmm. movie speaks for itself as far as like, you know, this shouldn't have been, you know, best picture. I think a lot of people agree on this. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> I would like to talk about the director, Peter Farley's acceptance speech. Mm -hmm. He said, so first thing he said, all credit goes to Vigo, which hmm. he he kept saying, you know, without without him, we couldn't have done this. Without him, we couldn't have we couldn't have made this movie like he carried this movie. Mahershala was there, too. But 
Viggo Mortensen, he did this, he did that, whatever. And for a film which is about the black man's story, and for the director to only praise <laughs> their white protagonists, it just reveals a lot to me, you know, of, like, where they place the importance I of just, this movie. Here's the, the thing. Importance, yeah. Like, overall. This is how I sum it up. This is a post-Get Out movie. <laughs> yeah. So, like... We're past yeah. this. We don't need this in 2018. Like, I didn't think we needed this in the last few years, but whatever. It, it really seems like the kind of thing that was made in 2006. It's, I just, I don't know who, what audience, like, what audience were they making this movie? No, I do know what audience they were making this movie for. They were making this movie for the white people. The old white who people. Wanted, who wanted to watch this movie. And go, you know what, if I had lived back then, I too would have been a good person. I too would have not been racist. And I literally said when Mahershala won for supporting actor, I said, oh, I guess racism is cured now. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, and another thing that the director said during the acceptance speech is he said that this movie teaches us, and I quote... That we are all the same. Which is the most infuriating way to end the Academy Awards mm -hmm. that should have been celebrating diversity and should have been celebrating the stories that we don't hear about and should have been celebrating the people who aren't usually cast as the most important story in the world like mm -hmm. and for him to come out and say we're all the same is on that same level as saying oh i'm not racist i'm i'm colorblind yeah because the colorblind narrative is an argument as an argument that you're not racist it just it tells me everything i need to know about well, you. well i mean people say that with good intentions they don't really understand that's what, I, like, but that's what i'm saying is like it's fine to give people room to grow and to give people room to, like, learn and to understand, like, what their words mean. But this movie won Best Picture. Yeah. And this is the Oscars awarding men like this. And because they awarded them, they now think that everything that they did is not only okay, but celebrated and a good thing. So they will just keep doing it. They now have, like taken away their room to grow because they've told them they've already gotten there. I wish Venom had won Best Picture. Okay. <laughs> I also, they ended it by giving a shout out to Carrie Fisher. Like, no, no, no. Leave my girl out of this. She had nothing That just doesn't to make do. sense to me. She had nothing to do with the story. Let her legacy live on as it is. She doesn't deserve for you to drag her into this mess. Why? So just Why plain and simple... This is a bad movie. And it, so yeah. I have decided that I will be joining Film Independent as a general member mm. next year when I'm living in L.A. because I want to fight mm -hmm. the Oscars physically with my fists. Yeah. Dark forces arise. Um, good, good. JK. I it's because I love and celebrate film that actually matters. But wow. um, dark forces arise. Yeah. Um. So the Spirit Award winner was Beale Street, which, yeah, yeah. absolutely. In the same, in the span of 48 hours, Beale Street was being celebrated, um, and so was Green Book. Mm -hmm. So. I just, like, if Beale Street had been a five-minute clip of just the scene where 
Tish and Fani and um and Brian Brian Tyree Henry's uh character in the apartment eating. Yeah. Yeah. Um that would have been Tyree enough Henry for me. Really had an incredible year that nobody cared about. I know. It was like who was the guy that was in everything two years ago? He played the old man in Shape of Water. Or, or no, wait. Was that? No, no, no. I So the person who was in everything last year um, was that boy who was in Three Billboards, and he was also in Florida Project, and he was in Get Out as the brother. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Caleb Landry Jones. Yeah. Um, he was the, wow, he was really in everything and acted his butt off and everything. And <laughs> where is he? No, but um, there was another Brian one, Brian Tyree too. Henry was, huh? There was another one, too. He was in. Um... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Fr- Michael Sco- no, Stuhlbarg. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Stuhlbarg. Michael Stuhlbarg. How did I forget? How could I forget? Because he was Stuhlbarg. in. He was in Call Me By Your Name. Yes. The Shape of Water. He was in The Post. Yeah. He was in The Post. Which, whatever, about the post. But, yes, Michael well, Stuhlmark, Caleb Landry Jones, and Brian Tyree Henry all deserve more. They win the award for being in literally everything. <laughs> yes. Brian T- Tyree Henry. Incredible performance in Spider-Man. The most incredible performance in Beale Street. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. These and then chills. the most incredible performance in Widows. Yep. Ha! Everywhere. Wow. I love this tradition of someone always like a supporting actor always coming up and being like the best thing about three different films. In not one to year mention, and not getting anything. The only moment where I felt real emotional joy instead of the black nothingness yeah. that was my heart last night. Great. Um, the only moment that I felt real emotional joy <laughs> was when he and freaking and Melissa, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy presented <laughs> the. Uh, the award for costume design and yeah. she came out in a robe covered in bunnies yeah. with a bunny puppet yeah yeah um they really we started off so strong i swear we that had, was the best moment of we the had year the, we had the holy trinity of amy poehler and tina fey and maya rudolph come mm-hmm. out and not host you know they totally <laughs> and, should have but whatever yeah but they open it up it was an incredible opening moment and then we award Regina King, and then we award um, Ruth Carter for costuming, mm-hmm. and Hannah Beachler for production design, both from Black Panther, two black women of Black Panther winning these awards, and by the way, only three black women have ever won an Oscar for anything other than acting, and two of them happened last night. That's awesome. What? It's really, it's been a long time. It's been 91 Oscars. <laughs> I think Black Panther deserved those awards soundly. Oh, yeah. Black Panther, when it came to, like, production design and, like, all of, like, the, the tech um, of, like, yeah. any of the design, you know, yes, good for them. It was awesome. Um, and then, so we started off so strong with that. We just, we started off, like, the first six awards, I believe, were five out of those six of them were nominated to people of color, and of those five, four of them were women of color, and then the one that went to white people was a Vice mm-hmm. award. <laughs> so, like, meh. And then Bohemia and Rhapsody started running with it. And then it just all went downhill from there. Oh, my gosh. It just all went downhill. I mean, it's, I, uh, it is laughable that Bohemia and Rhapsody, the... One of the strangest edited films of the year, and most poorly edited film. 
the most... It, they made some weird choices. Dude, it was terrible. Like, it was, it was so, so bad. bad. There's, There's a clip that keeps going around on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. Because it's yeah. really from the movie. And I yeah, nobody it. touched it. Nobody like yeah. altered it. It's just straight from the movie. I quote tweeted it and said, "Y'all, my cat made this by walking across the um, walking across the keyboard while I had iMovie open and then yeah. laying down on it. It's his first time, so be um, be nice. I'm really proud of him." Yeah, that's uh, exactly what it is. <laughs> that movie, that movie is was so like. At times, it was edited like it was, like, a Michael Bay Transformers movie, Mm -hmm. um, just in the middle of, like, a sit-down conversation. At other times, it was edited like it was, like, the the right-before-a-death scene in a very scary, like, horror movie, Mm -hmm. except it's just Freddie Mercury's on a phone at a truck stop. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there were, and then at times, it was edited like a senior showcase for all the graduating seniors, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was just a montage of people's names scrolling across the screen. And we're not good. Oh, my goodness. I also just want the, the Academy to know that just because a movie has music as a part of its plot, it doesn't mean it should win the sound awards. I'm kind of with you on that. Because Bohemian Rhapsody, sure, it had music. Does not mean it deserved sound mixing or sound editing. A quiet place exists, man. Yeah, but John Krasinski and Emily Blunt were like, the Oscars who? We're not going there. That's sick. Good for them. I strive to be that cool. Right. Um, I don't know. I just think that a lot of these voting members have just never seen a movie. Wow. Probably not. No. There was an actual, like, article that was released this past year of an anonymous member of the Voting Academy and their honest thoughts on, like, movies and how they're like, I've never seen this movie or this movie or this movie or this Mm -hmm. movie or this movie. But I know that so-and-so is a cool dude. He shook my hand that one time. And so-and-so took me, you know, to get dinner, and (laughs) that's how I'm voting. And wow, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, bless it, Solo, A Star Wars Story did not win an Oscar. We don't have to say Academy Award winner Solo, A Star Wars Story, and that is a blessing in and of itself. Yes. Yes. Um, I would just like to say (laughs) that there were female directors winning all over the place last night. Everywhere except for Best Director. Um, Free Solo won, which had a co-director, Woman of Color. Val won, which was produced by and directed by Women of Color. Mm -hmm. Period, end of sentence. I believe the first first Iranian-American woman to win an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Um, and by On the way, such an important subject, a short film about periods won a flippin' Oscar. It's so well, good. And it's, it's I'm, about more I'm than obsessed. periods even. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. It's about sustainability. It's about empowering women in third world countries to be able to work for themselves. It's about like, keeping them educated even after yes. they've become sexually mature. Yes, absolutely. It, it's, it's just, it's, it was, it's a good little flick and I'm so glad that it got some praise. These movies all won and apparently the oscars that you know what women directors still snuck in there even though the oscars tried so hard to keep them out of there we're happy for our boys lord and miller yes 
like I said, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the best film of the year, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My best picture in my heart. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we said it at the beginning, we'll say it now. Lady Bird has no Oscars. Let that sink in. Yep, Green Book. Bohemian Rhapsody has four. Yeah. Has more Oscars than The Godfather. Listen, I know it's pretty, like, irrelevant. Like, it just... What am I trying to say here? It is irrelevant. Like, it's it's irrelevant and it seems like it, it shouldn't matter that we care about the Oscars so much. Mm-hmm. But the Academy, like, these award shows determine the kind of movies that keep getting made and the kinds of stories that get mm-hmm. elevated and, like, and the people that we celebrate. And it's almost like they don't take that job as seriously as we do. Mm-hmm. Like, they have so much influence in our actual culture and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they keep doing things like awarding Green Book and not nominating female directors and awarding Rami Malek. And I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm over it because <sighs> yeah. when it comes down to it, Bohemian Rhapsody was the most awarded film last night, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brian Singer directed that movie and he is yeah. a sexual exploiter and mm-hmm. a pedophile. So... The yeah. the academy has lost me. This has not yeah. grabbed me. <laughs> yeah. I'm bored. I'm sick of it. I'm done. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm so tired. And you know mm-hmm. what? If anything captures my mood right now, it's that at the very end of the award ceremony, when Julia Roberts went back up to the mic to say goodnight to everyone, mm-hmm. she just goes up to the mic and go like after Green Book won and did their weird acceptance speech, she comes back up mm-hmm. to the mic and just goes, well, apparently that wraps up the awards. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ugh, my mood. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So... I mean, do we even want to try and end on a happier note? <laughs> what a downer at the know, end of this man. episode. So March is going to be a really great month for a uh, film. <clears throat> yeah. We got um, Captain Marvel in a week. After Captain Marvel is Us by Jordan with Jordan Peele. Um, Oof. Here's the thing. I'm so excited, but then you know we're about to get in the that Oscars drought, uh-huh. too. <laughs> like in April. And I just need something to, like, give me life mm-hmm. through that. I think there Greta's will be coming stuff. out next month. Yeah. I'm, it's coming out, like, right at the beginning, like, March 1st. Like, it, they're coming in hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about it. Me too, man. Oof. I'm so excited about that one. Um, Jesse Eisenberg has another movie coming out. <laughs> All right. So... so more of him, I guess. I'm gonna be poor. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be fine. Girl, get that A list. We don't have an AMC theater here. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ha ha ha. Arkansas. Um I'm excited right. to get in that well, drought because we get to talk about whatever the heck we want to. Yeah. Um, no BuzzFeed quiz today because we're in morning. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're in morning and we need naps. We've we've been up for a while. So you know. If you um, want to get in touch with us, uh our Twitter is at Cinema Rolls Pod. Our email is cinemarollspod at gmail.com. Um uh, <laughs> We just sound so defeated. My spirit has been murdered. <laughs> we sound like at the beginning of this we were like, you know what? Like we're gonna try to do this. And now we're just like sending out an APB for the Academy <laughs> in the case of the murder of my soul. <laughs> Listen, if you guys um, have any encouraging sentiments at all, <laughs> please tweet them to us because we need them. I'm over it. Um, I think I'm going to go watch Short Term 12 now. Oh, good choice. I'm going <laughs> to go the, watch I need... Ingrid Goes West. Oh, good. Another, you know, that the, another movie that just didn't get any mm-hmm. um, recognition that it deserved. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, okay. Well, you that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to rewatching Short Term 12. You're, I'm looking forward to Captain forward Marvel. To My doppelganger. Okay. Um That's it, I guess. Mhm. That is Is this how the cinema rolls? Ugh. Is it? <coughs> Not anymore.